Hi, and welcome to Teach Me Tiger. I'm your host, Melody Starkweather. And despite the fact that I'm here in your ear holes at this moment, I'm actually taking this week off. COVID's been a little crazy with the isolation and the no childcare, and this is sort of a one-man show here. So I just need a little break. Now, because the pandemic seems to really be bringing out the homesteader in a lot of us, including me, we're featuring a couple classic episodes in the coming weeks that fit into that theme. Our local feed store is reporting that this is their best chicken selling season ever in history. Shout out Dodds and Irwin. And they've been around for what, like 2 million years, or at least a couple hundred, something crazy like that. People are obviously taking uh, an interest in producing their own food and becoming more self-reliant. So that's what we wanted to focus on in the coming couple of weeks. So we're re-releasing this pretty old, oldie but goodie, Chick Chat, talking chickens with Justine Cruz Campo, one of the funniest women I know, and Sarah Wright, who's also flippin' hilarious. So we're going to be with Justine and Sarah after this short word from our sponsor, Just the Tip Hand Poke Tattoos, who happens to also be Sarah Wright, the very same Sarah on this coming podcast. Is that nepotism? I don't know, but I don't care. Enjoy the show, guys. This episode is brought to you by Just the Tip Hand Poke Tattoos. And if you've been listening for a while, you'll know that JTT Tattoos is one of our super besties and one of the show's co-creators, Sarah Wright. Sarah does detailed and whimsical custom hand poke tattoos, specializing in botanicals and super weird shit, which we know you love. And it's done in the comfort of a cozy wood fire warmed private studio in beautiful Perth, Ontario, Canada. Just the tip welcomes all bodies, meaning everybody is welcome. Unless you're a dick, in which case you're not welcome. <laughs> Check out their work at Just the Tip Hand Poke Tattoos on Instagram or at Just the Tip Hand Poke Tattoos.com. That's J U S T T H E T. Nope, I'm not going to spell that. And you can book online. Just, Just the, the tip, tip hand poke tattoos.com. Welcome to episode 12 of Teach Me Tiger podcast. Okay, sing it again. <laughs> Slowly. Oh, baby, you got what I need. You say he's just a friend. And you say he's just a friend. Oh, baby, you, you got what I need. And you say he's just a friend. You say he's just a friend. <laughs> wow. Welcome to Teach Me Tiger Podcast. Oh, shit. Ooh, fuck. <laughs> hey, guys. 
Welcome to Teach Me Tiger, the show where we bring in our smartest, most experty pals to find out just what they know. We're your favorite neighbors, Melody Starkweather and Sarah Wright. Thanks for joining us. So, Melody. So, here's that baby pod baby, baby spirit. It's a baby spirit in the podcast. Woo. The podcast is haunted. Haunted by a baby. Yeah, if anyone uh, knows any great babysitters out there who wants to come and fucking sit my baby while I do my podcast? You know, if you'd like to support the podcast, a great way would be to offer Sarah free babysitting yeah, for her please. very adorable infant. He's so cute. We'll give you a shout out. Yeah. Sponsors, future sponsors. So, Melody. Hey, yes. How was your week? What have you been up to this week? Um. So, last time we recorded, I was in week two of family visits and so i had family here for a few weeks the visits were great though good to see everybody we're um definitely enjoying having our space back to ourselves but we really enjoyed visiting with my mom and my sister and brother-in-law and my brother um but yeah my week was that was that so i've just been chilling out the last couple of days and getting ready starting to get ready for blue skies blue music skies. festival which is a uh, local we're in the ottawa valley in eastern ontario canada and this is a festival that's been going on what for like 40 years or something so more know? maybe i think 50 older than me so and forever. i've been going since high school oh my god i'm gonna have kids this year without my husband so oh yeah. Anyway, getting ready for the festival, and I wanted to share a hack that my sister shared with me. Um, my sister lives in Seattle, and so some of her friends, when they took their kids to like one of the women's marches out there, they wrote their kids' contact info on the inside of their forearm in permanent marker. And I thought that was so smart. So I'm going to do something like that at Blue Skies. And also, That's I dyed my brilliant. dyed my kids' hair manic panic colors and so they'll be uh easy to spot in a crowd also that's so fucking smart <laughs> you know and and if you don't um okay listen here's the um the hack to the hack what you've done is the the best way i think oh wow thanks yeah. thanks um and the marker right on the skin is the best way because then it doesn't matter if they get undressed or whatever they're still <laughs> marked <laughs> cell block c cell block c but I know some parents are going to be like, I'm not putting permanent marker on my precious child's skin. So I get it. That's cool, too. What I suggest, what I've done in years past, because it never occurred to me to write on them, which I'm going to from now on. Yeah. Um, is I brought a roll of duct tape and a permanent marker. And every morning I would just put the duct tape on the back of their shirts with all the contact info and the, the campsite. Okay. Uh, like the Blue Sky site we were yeah. staying at. Another great hack, if you don't want to dye your kid's hair, I suggest all the kids you are in charge of wear matching clothes. It doesn't even have to be like, oh, the same thing, but like matching, like all your kids are in red. So, you know, fucking look for the red. Also, just so everyone knows, everyone usually has an Ikea close by. Mm -hmm. Ikea sells these badass safety vests Mm -hmm. for like nothing, for like four bucks or something. And they're fluorescent yellow. They're really light fabric. And they have reflective tape on them. And you can get them in, like, baby to adult sizes. Wow. So I've used those for my kids during hunting season. I've used them when we've gone to, like, a big events. Um, and I've even tied them to my dog. Like, fashioned one as a little vest for my dog during hunting season. But they can be really, really uh, helpful in those situations as well. Smart. Yeah. Don't lose your kids. Wow. What about your week, Sarah? How was your week? 
It was great. We went on our first ever annual family vacation. So we thought we were going to this beautiful campground. It's called Skycroft. Mm-hmm. And on their website, you can see each individual like camp site. Right. Um, and they have like a map and they're like, oh, we have extensive like hiking trails. Like, please stay on the trail because you can get lost. And the pictures are of like these just heavily wooded, beautiful, like there's grass on the ground. There's, you know, trees everywhere and not a soul in sight. Really, really woodsy camping. Um, but also within walking distance of the site, they had, um, a play structure and a beach. So that sounded great for us. I was like, you know what? It's camping, but also there's like a play structure, which is helpful. Um, yeah. And so we were able to rent slash borrow a friend's, um, little pop-up camper trailer tent, which was super fucking awesome. Nice. And then we got there. Oh, what happened? Melody, it was a derelict trailer park. Didn't someone recommend it to you, though? Yes. Had they been? I think so. I think they weren't sure what it was that we were looking for. Maybe. Right. Definitely not an outdoorsy situation. Like, my home is much more woodland than this place was. It was like, you pull up in your fucking car... First, you're lost because there's no signage. Like, they're like, here, Skycroft, enter. And it's all these, like, shitty broken down roads that you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to break my car. Like, is this even – is this a trick? Like, when there's, like, a painted sign that says antiques and it's just pointing into the woods and you know that if you go there, you're just going to, like, put the lotion on its skin and all that shit? Yeah. Oh, we talked about that last time. We did. And then you finally find the place, but you've passed all these tightly – close together trailers and you're like what the fuck is going on where am i and then you like go up to this like store that's there and the guy's a real dick and he's like oh your campsite's right there i was like oh past the parking lot he goes yeah like on basically on the parking lot so it's like five feet from the huge parking lot is your 20 by 20 scrap of land with like three trees that's completely surrounded by mega huge trailers, like twenty foot plus trailers, living, living trailers, in like summering in because right. you're from the city and you think this is the woods. Like they were, I'm not kidding, Mel. They were throwing distant. Like I could have Jacob, my five year old, could have picked up a pebble and hit these trailers. Like you couldn't. There was no view. It was th- the back of three trailers. Uh, The ground was all this, like, dirty, nasty sand stuff. Like, it wasn't even beach sand. Like, it was, like, this nasty sand that just gets in everything and flies, flies, flies. It was like we had to fucking dump thousands of flies. Oh, my nightmare. It was a shock. It was a real shock. Maybe I should post pictures on our Facebook page. But, 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 the kids had a fucking great time. The kids really did. They They had the best time ever. Uh, so that was great. That's what counts. That's what fucking counts, right? <laughs> it's all I, about uh, the kids, Sarah. Everything. Just kidding. Children are precious. God's perfect creatures. God's perfect angels. An angel straight from heaven dropped to earth. Oh, you know who else got dropped out of heaven? Satan. That's who. So, <laughs> how about that earthbound angel? Dropped like a hot potato. Hot potato.
Yeah, that sounds terrible, Sarah. It was it was quite a surprise. I just kept being like, it's definitely not what we expected. It's not what we expected. It's going to be okay. It's not what we expected. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Oh, well. So I mean, you made the most here. of it. Now you know, A, not to trust that particular person's recommendations. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, and B... You know what you don't want. You know, know what to. You know what, what to like I look out want. for. Maybe I had we bumped into this young couple from Toronto, and they had the same like bewildered look on their face. And we we're like, "Did you just get here too?" And they're like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Not what you expected, right?" And she's like, "Holy shit!" Our tent. They were tenting instead of trailering. Yeah. She says our tents are so close together that I could literally reach out the front of my tent and high five the person reaching out the front of their other tent. Aye, That's aye, how close aye. they were. Wow. It's just like a money grab, this place. Is he farting? Uh, on my shoulder with his mouth. Oh, oh. Mouth farting. Yeah. yeah mouth farting. <laughs> uh, my brother recanted when my brother was visiting, uh, sitting at the dinner table when Holly was a little bit younger, and she farted and goes, I just farted out my butt. <laughs> <laughs> he still laughs about it. You know how I feel about farts. Love them. Hilarious. Hilarious. Speaking of farts. <laughs> Justine, are you upstairs? She might be. So you, Justine? This Justine. <laughs> it's Justine. Woohoo! So yeah, we're gonna grab Justine and talk cocks, <laughs> chat chicks. We'll exchange chick pics and talk cocks. Yeah. <laughs> All this and more. I'm Stay Jason tuned. Tiger podcast. Hey Justine. Hey no. How was your week? Fucking wild. Well, I just want to say real quick, oh, welcome sorry, back oh, to the sorry. show, Justine. I'm so glad to be back. Welcome I've been back missing to the you guys. Show. We've been missing you too. Yeah. You're a fan favorite. Fan. And the biggest fan. What? What? Oh, you're your own favorite. Yeah. That's what that means. And when I'm not on it, I'm like, I wish I was the fly on the wall. All of those letters we've been getting in about Justine, are they oh all God, just from you? It's overwhelming. It's a little, like, I don't have a lot of time to keep answering them, but <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. But yeah. thanks. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, so how was your week? Who, me? Yeah, yeah how you. was your week? You know how my days are going every every day of the week right now? How? Make a sound Stressing. effect. Just kidding. <laughs> That's okay. how it feels. Cool. Okay, when I open my door in the morning and I look outside and there's all those fat chickens waiting to Ugh. not live anymore. And they're just turning Ugh. into mutant chickens and getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, they're too old. These they are your meat birds? They're too old. And they're Sarah, like 10 Sarah weeks Sarah pointed old, right? it out and now I'm like, oh my God, I see it because I see them next to one of my normal chickens and I'm like, you can't stand. Yeah. Their legs are like, Ugh. like they're like, sometimes their legs me. snap. So maybe we should explain to the listeners. No, I'm not fucking kidding. Man. So here we go. Lead in. Yeah. That's how my week's been. Lead it up. So roll it in. Justine's talking about meat birds, meat yes. chickens, yep. meat which specific. are different from laying birds. They're like Franken chickens. Well, what I would oh. like to point out is specifically we are talking about meat birds that are Cornish cross. Uh, there's a lot of dual purpose birds out there and mm-hmm. heritage birds. That's, you know, you're supposed to do those because it's better for the environment, blah, 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 blah. But if you ain't got a lot of money and you ain't got a lot of time, these Cornish cross birds, they're eight weeks. You kill them at eight weeks. They put on weight disturbingly fast. Right. Like so they won't, disturbing. like if you don't kill them, you can't keep it as a pet because it'll fucking die. 
So that's what we're talking about. When we refer to meat birds in this episode, we're talking about Cornish cross. Cornish cross. Meaties. Huh. <laughs> Let's talk chickens. Let's talk cocks and chicks. Cock talk. Cock talk. Okay. Bring it on. Bring it. This week we're dubbing ourselves experts. I was thinking we could tell our listeners what makes us all qualified to talk about chickens. <laughs> Do you know what qualifies me? Sarah. Oh, hey, I didn't think of anything to do with birds ever until I moved here. And then Sarah was like, no, you're doing this. This is what we're doing. I'm going to help you. You can do this. And I was like, she's really cool. I want to do what she says. <laughs> so <it> did. <laughs> but she was like, yeah, we're going to go in on birds together. Like, don't be scared. I'm going to show you how to do it. Because I was interested in slaughter. Like, right. it wasn't like you're, you have to kill birds. No, I don't want to. No, mm-hmm. I wanted to. Mm-hmm. But I definitely, it was because of you. Cool. But how many birds do you have now? Right now, I probably have 50 birds. How many of those are laying birds and how many are meat birds? 30 are meat birds. Wow. You're amazing. Melody, how many birds do you have right now? (sighs) The last time I counted, I had two roosters. Doesn't that make you feel bad? And you're like, oh, you mattered, Donna, but I don't remember that you're dead. Yeah, I know. (laughs) They just die, you know, sometimes. Sometimes they just die. I had one go in the pond. I just oh. dug a pond and I was like, oh, here you, you're welcome. Fucking dead birds in the pond all day. It's like, oh, yeah, no. I didn't think of that. They're not too bright. Heather went in the pond and didn't come back. Oh. Last I counted, I had 28. But at that time, I had two roosters who I took to field works, as we previously discussed. Yeah. I had like, we had nine chicks in the spring, but a cat ate three of them. So <gasps> whatever that math is, that's how many I think I have. A cat? Yep. Ew. There's a cat. I he didn't know I had to worry around. about them, too. Well, it was just little chicks. They were going out from under the fence, oh. and he was taking out the chicks. Damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you? <laughs> I have. Oh, a, and then I have ducks too. I have like four ducks. I've got uh, ducks. I've got like uh, I don't fucking know how many ducks I have. say I have like eight ducks, and then I've got a bunch of ducklings. I've got like a dozen ducklings that what? just hatched. They're fucking adorable. Give me one. No. Give me your ducklings. No. Can I visit them though? Yeah, that's the cutest. It's my ducklings are cuter than kittens. Oh yeah, they're, they're really the cutest cute. baby animal. Um, and I have For one sure. rooster, just one, no chickens, What's just his a name? rooster. His name is Rocky, oh. and um, he tries to mate the ducks. So, oh, like he mounts them and does it. Yeah, not curly enough. Yeah, anyone ever seen a duck wang? No, I've heard about it though. My favorite thing yeah. from your children. So. Yeah, my kids were really into it. <laughs> look, look, they're mating. It's Leon. Yeah, the first time I saw one, Leon took me. Yeah, Leon like, Come here. takes everyone for yeah, a little yeah, visit. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this. I was like, no, where's your mom? I need your mom. Let's freak it out. I can't see this wing. So wangy. Okay, let's do it. What are we going to talk about first? Well, did we want to do like one icebreakers question? Sure. Or, yeah. Roll up your sleeves. Pull up your socks. Reach on into Melody's box. Icebreakers. Justine, would you like to reach into my box? Who wants to pull it out? Pull it out. This one. This is the one. (sighs) Would you rather work very hard at a job that is rewarding or work very little with a job that isn't rewarding? That's a stupid question. It's not stupid, but I'm not a worker. And how I view work, even, is different. It Um, depends on what... My job is at home gardening. Yeah. Yeah, you work fucking hard. That's my job. So there you go. And it's very rewarding and it's very hard. So I think I would rather work hard and be rewarded. But what's the reward? But are we talking about working for the man? 
it just says a job like work hard for working. a job that's rewarding maybe it's emotional so, like, work who knows work hard doing a job that you feel basically rewarded. the question is justine are or, you lazy no or would you like to work very or would you prefer to have to work not much at all and you can do other things and uh but you don't like your job but you only have to do a bit of it because it depends how many hobbies you have. And it depends, like, to me, what, depends what the question the is. Like that, when I hear, would you want to work a job that's hard, that blah, blah, versus a job that whatever. And I'm imagining, what do- like, going to an office or going to a place of employment as opposed to, like, oh, little doing my painting then. from home or whatever. I don't look at that as a job. It is a job. So you'd well, rather work okay. at painting all the I, time. In the case of painting, I would like to work hard and be rewarded mm-hmm. by creating stuff yeah. but if i were going to work at an office or something i would definitely choose the option of working less hard mm-hmm. and then i have more me time mm-hmm. sometimes but, the reward is like you helped other people too though and it's like wow what a complicated question and I, I don't think it's as complicated as either of you are making it well it's like if you have hobbies <laughs> if you're like uh if you're a stamp collector or an avid kayaker or like nature trail hiker yeah Okay, you'd rather probably work uh, very little at a job that isn't rewarding. So right? that's you'd be the, like, oh, I'm the just reason why it's complicated is because you're reading the question as a job at work in a cubicle. No, I'm not job, right? But I'm like, like Timmy, what if you're going to Timmy's? It's not rewarding. I'm thinking like a job you don't like, but you get to go do the what shit you want to do. What if your job is philanthropy? Then you're a dick if you don't like doing much of it. Yeah, and the reward is big for other people, right? Reaching into your box sucks these days. Well, you know, and like, so me staying at home with the kids, if that's my job, would I rather work very little? Yes. And not be rewarded? Like, is the reward like, no, because then my kids are assholes. (laughs) So (laughs) right now we work super hard and we're not rewarded for very little reward. Yeah. Sucks. Yeah. (laughs) I would rather. Depends on the job. I don't have Mm -hmm. hobbies I like to do. Um, so I don't want to work like a shitty little job and then go do my amazing hobbies because I don't have those. I love working. Make work your favorite. Work is my favorite. I love working. <laughs> I would love to just work, 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 work at a job work, I want to do. Work, work, all the you just sang time. a Rihanna song and didn't know it. Work, and that's work, the best work, thing work, in the work. world. I did actually oh, know it. Because I fucking say it all the time. Oh my God. My sister says that too. Work, 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 work. work. Okay. Send me a domain. Cool. Let's do it. Alright. So we're gonna talk chickens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's let's talk talk. I was gonna ask you, Mel, could you like tell me a little bit about the history of chickens? Like where are they from? (gasps) Are we gonna talk about how they're dinosaurs? Do it. That might be coming up. <gasps> oh my god. Okay. <gasps> I brought a chicken. Oh my god. I Wait a it. minute. I brought it here for this. He's cocking out. <laughs> it's a dinosaur, guys. I brought a toy dinosaur. A dinosaur. Di- look how much it, it looks like a look chicken. A lot like look at a chicken. Just like a fucking chicken. Wow. Uh-huh. Look at those spurs. We'll talk about that later. Okay, so chickens okay. have basically been around forever. Basically, they descend from the red jungle fowl originating in Asia. I believe the general consensus is India, Mm -hmm. uh, but also Southeast Asia. I don't know that they 100% know just exactly where they came from, but they've been all over the world for a really long time. Uh, They're domesticated in the 5th century BC. 
Whoa. Which is really long ago. They that's, were domesticated? Yeah. That's a long time ago. That's a long time ago. Were they one People, of the first domesticated animals? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. dogs, chickens. Here's our good friend and archaeologist, Dr. Leslie House, with a little correction on that. So what we know through archaeology, evidence suggests that chickens were domesticated between 10,000 and 7,000 years ago. But where this occurred and whether it occurred in multiple places has long been debated by archaeologists. Archaeologists believe that chickens were initially domesticated in South and Southeast Asia, though recent studies suggest that it may have also occurred in northern China. So we do know that people from the Indus Valley or the Harappan culture in India were keeping domestic chickens by at least 4500 BP, and terracotta figurines of chickens have been found at sites located in the Indus Valley, where they have also been found depicted on seals, which are pieces of wax or other material stamped with designs. And on one of these, um, the scene is thought to depict fighting cocks. So the depictions on seals from Indus Valley have led archaeologists to believe that leisure and games, such as cockfighting, were probably the first motivation for chicken domestication. Though it wasn't until the 20th century and the development of large-scale industrial production that chickens became the important part of the diet as they are today. As of 2011, there are 19 billion chickens in the world. Wow. How many people are there? Oh, I don't know. (sighs) Justine, do you know? Yes, but it's a secret. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, 19 billion. I feel like I should quick Google that. There's more fucking chickens than people. World population clock, 7.6 billion people. And how many chickens are there? 19 billion. They're taking over. Mm -hmm. And they're dinosaurs. Think of all the babies. Oh, God. Sarah hates baby birds. I hate them so much. (laughs) They're omnivores. So in the wild, they would eat grain, seeds, bugs, and small animals. Mm. Like they like uh, frogs and rodents. Mm -hmm. I've heard of chickens taking down little snakes. Oh, yeah. And this part, Sarah's going to love this. Uh So I wanted to talk about their cloaca, which according to Wikipedia is the posterior orifice that serves as the only opening for the digestive, reproductive, and urinary tracts. Sarah's favorite hole? Yeah. Yeah. And chickens reproduce by doing what is called the cloaca kiss. (laughs) Oh, shit. I've I've been saving that for days because I just wanted your reaction, Sarah. The cloaca kiss. They just tap them together. Where they're two multipurpose orifices. So the touch together, and they can transfer sperm like in what? instantly. A second. That's like, what they're they doing just, when they mate. They just touch their holes. Yeah. Holes won't penetrate. They're like her? scissoring. Nope. So what's they're your scissoring rooster trying to do to those ducks, exactly. silly guy? That's so funny. He's touch holes. He's so trying to touch like his hole. Trying to do hole. a cloaca kiss. Oh trying to- my god! So wait. Oh, and it looks like a little butthole. So it- that's the perfect sound for it. So the. I'm serious. They don't have weenies? No. No. There's apparently inside. With sperm in it? Yep. Yeah. The males um, inside, there's like a tiny little bump or something. So really, there Where are the people sperm comes out. who work in the field who are sexing experts chickens. on sexing chickens. And they get paid a lot of money to stand I'm in a factory. so much right And um, <laughs> check their little openings, like the Dales. They check them and they toss bump. the boys in one, girls in the other. And up to like 97% accuracy or something. Yeah, they're good. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Ew. Cloaca kiss. <laughs> that's what I had to say about that. So that's, that's my disgusting. little intro to chickens. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to go home and tell Ian that story. <laughs> 
But also, people like to reference the fact that chickens are related somehow to the T-Rex. Yo, so chickens be dinosaurs. They're like a sub-sect <laughs> of dinosaurs. Birds. Most birds. Yeah. So, um, I did very little research on this for you guys. Science facts with Sarah Wright. Science facts with Sarah! You're welcome. <laughs> uh, but I do know that chickens come from like birds come from like reptiles they have scales they lay eggs shit like that ew matching feet mat mat dirty chicken feet and that the velociraptor contrary to jurassic park was actually like super Mm. (laughs) great film great great film film. great film (laughs) what a film (laughs) yeah they were covered in feathers and they were much smaller than jurassic park made them out to be they're fucking birds yo Chickens oh are fucking God. dinos. And there's like these people doing tests with chickens to check out how T-Rexes walked and they're attaching little fake dinosaur tails. It's not to figure out how they oh would. Say, and it changes the, it's, it's amazing research. because it's like it's they so show cute. the chicken walking by and then they strap this tail to it and then the chicken's all like walking like no. a T-Rex. Yeah, Do you ever man. go out to feed your chickens and they all come running at you and it's like thump, 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 yeah, all their like, little feet and you're time. like, Ugh! Yeah. And like your scary. tiny cup of coffee in your tiny Jeep starts like shaking. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> like a chicken object in the Boom. mirror might be closer. Than and then you look here. over and fucking Chris Pratt's here and you're like, whatever. And you just throw down with Chris Pratt. Wait, Chris Pratt? No, I'm talking OG. OG. Who cares? JP. But oh, okay. We're so talking Jeff Goldblum. You're a Goldblum yeah. I love right, Jeff right, Goldblum. Right, right, right. I love him so much. That guy is just so cool. I think so too. Greg thinks he's a total creep. Like my family, oh, he's a love him or him. hate him guy. A lot of people, like, I fucking love him. It's that sassy attitude where he's he's smarmy. Not sorry, he's I just, love it. He about doesn't him. give a he shit. Sassy molassy. Remember when Sweet he was like sassy. putting the water droplet on her hand in front of her husband, and he was like, "Notice how it goes down a different way because of all the hairs on your hand." When did that happen? And the husband was like, "Come on." And he's like, Ugh. and he was holding her hand and like tracing water down it all sexy. And she I was all remember. like, <laughs> Was yeah. that Laura Jurassic Dern? Park? Yeah, it was Laura Dern. Oh my yeah. God. You know, you remember movies good. Uh, everything that Jeff Goldblum <laughs> did no, in that movie, Jeff, I remember. <laughs> just Jeff Goldblum. He was, I was like eight years old and I was like, Who is that? <laughs> I feel somebody get funny me a water drop. In my... <laughs> somebody the first time balloons. I felt a funny feeling from watching TV was LL Cool J's doing it and doing it oh, and yeah. doing it well. And he's fucking sucking on a peach. No, and he's, he's watching not. ladies in a peep show, just like, Ehh. and I was like, well, I need to cross my legs. <laughs> oh, well, just a quick story. Your pants are rolled up. So Only LL one Cool leg. J was my Jeff Goldblum, I guess, is That's what I'm cooler, getting at. I think. So cool. <laughs> Mine was Donnie Wahlberg. Was it really? Was and still is. I get it. <gasps> cool. Isn't Why is it Jenny McCarthy? Isn't that strange? It's okay, though. It's like, I guess it's, it's fine. It's nice, kind of. Yeah. Donnie Wahlberg. Which one is he? The hot one? He was the bad one that, like, went to jail. The, I don't know if he actually block. went to jail, but I thought that as a kid. He looked like he might have once Maybe been he in a jail. Maybe jail, yeah. He was in New Kids on the Block? Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah, girl. He was Shit. the one who did the one-armed push-ups for their it, stage oh, shows. Oh so cool. That's wow. That's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> He's the one that you would be if you were in New Kids on the Block. Okay. That's he all I need to know. <laughs> he had a rat tail. Oh, I had a doll of him. I He's had the, like, a Barbie doll someone gave me. He had a rat tail. badass. Yes. I still have an You're MC right, Hammer <laughs> Ken in my, actually upstairs in my bathtub right now. MC Hammer Ken? Naked MC Hammer. <laughs> yeah, yes. I love Hats. all the naked Barbies in the bathtub. Yeah. 
Greg and I used to do this thing. We had a Mulan Barbie and she was like, you know, some Barbies are like joint jointed. Like yeah. you can bend yeah. your knees and arms and shit. And Mulan yeah. did like ninja shit. So she had all these like joints. And then we had uh, some sort of guy Barbie. And mm-hmm. Greg and I had a thing where every day we would like hide them places like in the cupboard where the coffee grinds are or whatever. <laughs> nailing? In, like super perverted nailing <laughs> positions or... Uh, and oh. so you'd like open your sock drawer and like <laughs> getting so it doggy style or you'd be like you know just got her legs wrapped around his head it was Move amazing on. and then after a while like other toys got involved oh I'd, wow like, wake up and there'd be like a dinosaur and like a car and like a plasticine cop that greg made oh cop. Oh. all kinds of shit was going you guys are so much fun <laughs> yeah, it was the best part of my life <laughs> anyway moving on so chickens dinosaurs yeah look it up because I did so cool. <laughs> so cool. Science facts with Sarah Wright. Science facts with Sarah! Okay. We had a couple of questions from people talking about getting started with chickens. Julie asks, we are getting some Rhode Island red chicks in a few weeks and are trying to decide on the best design for a coop. Do you have any words of wisdom? And then a friend Thomas also asks, what are your thoughts on easy maintenance laying boxes for chickens? So I thought maybe we could all just describe our setup. Cool. Yeah, because I think we've all learned from our setups what we don't like about them. Mm-hmm, and yeah. I've also learned from watching Sarah's husband build things and going, I wish I had that fucking hole to shovel out of. Oh, my God. So it's true. Right. We've got a lot to talk about right now. Right. A hole to Because I'm out in of? a big barn. I've got a box, but... <laughs> you guys have coops? Well, I guess it's all a coop, but mine what? is... Like, you guys have, a like, coupe a coop du jour on its own. Wow. You mean a box? A nesting box? No, the entire building that your birds go inside oh, of. Is like, a coop. Is a coop. Mine's a room in a barn. Right. You know what I mean? We've so roomed different. ours, though. Like, we've had to build walls and shit. Here, Mel, you describe yours. Yeah, start fresh. Okay, so mine is a shed that was on our property, and it floods in the spring and freezes, so <laughs> Sarah had ripped Fun. her pool out, so we dragged some of the pool decking over to make, like, a raised floor. That was heavy. Yeah. Hey, we that's did a good cool. Job. And it worked? It does. Chipmunks, many chipmunks live underneath there, though, mm-hmm. which is kind of maybe a little problematic. But Chicken snack. We just learned about that. Whatever. Chickens will eat them. Will they eat them? I don't know. You said small mm-hmm. rodents. Well, they, they would dead. eat the little babies, maybe. Yeah. yeah. A little lunch. We'll let them grow up. I see the chipmunks in there eating their food, and the chickens just watch them. Like, yeah, they they don't, they're all friends. friends. <laughs> yeah, they're pals. <laughs> and I have two long roosts that go, like, across the space, and that was problematic for people setting up chicken coops. Your roosts, if they're really long, you need to anchor it somewhere in the middle because all the way to the chickens will make it sag and it'll fall down. So the okay. roost would be mm-hmm. the, right. the like pole that goes across it. They sleep yeah, on the, and sit on. Yes. And do it. it. Like I don't know the words. They want a roost. If you have room for a roost, do it. As high up as possible. They want to go up high and that'll also keep them safer from predators if they do get in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the first thing ch- new, a new chicken does when you bring it home at bedtime, you have to go and look in the trees. They just go up. It's up there, yeah. It's up in a tree every time. Yeah. Ugh. And you have cute little nest boxes. Yeah, so I used uh, like milk crates and then put a little piece of wood across the front because if you don't have something across the front of your box, the eggs will roll out onto the ground and smash. Mm-hmm. So I have a little thing to hold the eggs in and I put on Sarah and Greg's advice little roofs oh, over yeah. top so that when they poop it Oh yeah, doesn't go into the nesting boxes, right? And so, but the roofs are also on an angle, right? Yes, yeah. That's the thing is, don't put flat roofs because they just shit. Yeah, they'll just sit on it and shit. They'll sit on it and shit. It turns into cement. But if it's angled for cleaning, sometimes when it's 
flat, it can, you can like if you're scrape scraping, because I'm a scraper yeah. in mine, like sometimes that can be an advantage yeah. if there's yeah. a lot of poop to clean up. But if you keep on top of shit, that's way smarter. <laughs> that's a, but when it cakes together, I can get it off pretty good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got a great shovel for that. I'm oh, saying. except in the winter <laughs> when it freezes. Oh, you just leave it. Yeah, yeah, oh, I do. Yeah, yeah. Like but that. then it's really gross in the spring. It is. Yeah. Uh-huh. I do. Uh, you What's also have curtains, right? Oh what? yeah, I put little curtains across. Oh, I, I put little curtains because I, I saw it on Pinterest, I and, love it. and I'd heard that you know they like uh, really private spaces to lay eggs, which sort of makes sense. They want yeah, it like they small do. and they dark. Get touchy, yeah, but like- the curtains are sort of silly. They're they're silly. Where my chickens all most all of them prefer to lay is in the very corner that's like beside one set of nesting boxes and another, and they go like down in the corner. Mm-hmm. Between the two like sets a hiding of spot. Bugs. Yeah. Yeah. But it's fine. I know they go there, so I just have to reach in and find the eggs. Mm-hmm. Reach on into and your coop, the chicken box. Didn't you guys build it? No. Our coop, uh, we do have that, like, duck coop. We have a couple coops out there, but the one we're currently using is an old shed. We've cut the space in half. We, we built a wall, except the wall is just chicken wire. Right. So great. Mm-hmm. Put a frame up and then use chicken wire because I wanted the light and the airflow. So that's a good solution. If mm-hmm. also if you're not like a handyman, just and being make able a chicken to wire separate wall when you have chickens, being able to separate them, that comes up a lot. When that you does need to separate a bird. Yeah, I yeah. find it's coming up a lot. like a little. Uh, that's true. People don't tell you when you're setting up for chickens if that you need like a quarantine or if it's sick quarantine zone. zone. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So think of blocking, making a blocked smart. off space with chicken wire. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we just have boxes nailed to the side of the wall with a little slanty roof. We have four, it's I so think. It's so clean. It's there. not, yes, actually. Uh, you just I went in after it was clean. I uh-huh. went in while he was cleaning it, too, actually. Oh, there you go. But yeah. you've got that trap door. And then there's a trap door. I wish it was in a different spot, but a trap door is a great idea. We like we go in and out of the shed as humans <laughs> in big proper shed doors. Right. And then there's actually, he framed in a door into the, that wall I mentioned made out of chicken wire. Uh, but there's a little trap door to let the chickens in and out of every day, which is great. And then I came over and he was cleaning out all the straw on the bottom. Right. And, and it just shoved it right out, the out that door. Right. Yeah. 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 Another really important thing is you want to provide a shaded area. Like mm. watch where the sun goes, watch where the shade is. Fucking birds need shade. Like yeah. our um, shed is up on stilts kind of, cause it's a floody area in the spring and they spend all their time under that shed. And, and watch it. Like if you do have a space like that where chickens go under and you think, Oh, I'll put fucking fencing to stop them from going under there. There's a reason they're going there. There's a reason they're going there. One, and they're going to fucking, what's going to happen? Every time we've tried to put fencing up around that shit, a chicken figures out how to get in eventually. And then you're, they're stuck under there because they're mm-hmm. fenced in. Like, yeah, <laughs> just let them go. <laughs> yeah. I also, I free range my chickens. Like, they can yeah, just go wherever they want. I don't. But, but I have a lot less yard. than you. My enclosure, mm-hmm. every day, pretty much, a chicken has found a new way out. So, yeah, that's absolutely true. Like, they'll find a way yeah. out of whatever enclosure you give them or into whatever enclosure you try to create. And they and can't ever stuck. go the other way. Yeah. They're always like, oh, fuck. And you're like, oh, is it a lightning storm? And I have to save all you fuckers? Stupid Great. birds. One by one. One by one. So, Justine, where do you have your chickens? I So, I have a big barn. And I have, basically, they sleep in two different barns. Some of the chickens and the ducks are in one, and all of the meat birds are in the other one. Mm -hmm. Um, 
the people who lived in my house before me made it really cute and nice. And there's this little cute red door with a doorknob to open and close with a number seven on it. Yeah, it's cute. <laughs> so we have the boxes up and then the roost over top of the boxes. Right. So they're shitting on and the boxes. And they shit onto the boxes yeah, 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 yeah. and it's flat. So that's true. That's another thing. Yeah. Don't put your roost over like they're gonna shit on the roof so don't put the food under the roof don't put the water right. under the roof don't put the eight le- nesting boxes mm-hmm. also some people have it where you what we want to build is nesting boxes that come out from the side of our mm-hmm. chicken shed mm-hmm. so you can open them from outside reach in and yeah, grab the eggs like a back door yeah the only problem with that, I love that idea. The only problem with that is chickens will lay eggs wherever they feel like laying eggs, and True. it's so often it's not so the convenient boxes, for us, but it's like, not for them. But they might, if it was actually recessed into the wall, so it was totally dark all the time, they might favor that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's super basic room, um, and then the other one, we just put more boxes in, but I don't actually have the bar. Roost. Roost. Why roost. can't I think of why? Roost. 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 People will just build like a really simple ladder and lean it against the wall. That works yeah. too. We have a lot of, yeah, that. It, but they kind of just go where they want to go at yeah. night. They just go where they want to be. And none of them lay in the bo- in the boxes. None of the boxes are ever. Ever. That's ever funny. Full. You can put golf balls or something. Sometimes that'll lure them. But yeah. Do you find clutches of eggs all over the barn? Everywhere. And outside. And then do you not know how old they are? Because they, yes. Yeah, Which is why like I'm always like, anybody need eggs? Anybody need eggs? And I'm like, I don't know if I want to give these eggs away because I don't know. So maybe we should talk about what to do oh, if you don't know how that. old there the eggs are. Yeah. Put them in water. So you can look up online for the specifics but it's like if it is all the way on the bottom it's fresh it's totally fresh if like the end is halfway up it's a week old or something and then if it's floating throw it away yeah if it's floating throw it away it's okay if it's standing on its head yeah still good okay and it has something to do with the egg air pocket inside Mm -hmm. also um fresh eggs are notoriously hard to peel if you're doing hard-boiled eggs absolutely yeah so save your older eggs your standing on its head eggs uh for your hard-boiled eggs yeah yeah Yeah. and if your eggs break really easily when you're making your omelets and shit your birds need calcium oh oh right like the shells you mean yeah the shells yeah Yeah. which you can do by giving them ground up eggshells Exactly. I was going to say, now do we come back to that? Because, like, it's Sarah. That was another one of the, like, first impressions of my new neighbor in this new place. Was I was, She was just smashing up eggshells and baking them. And I was like, what the hell are you doing? I don't do that anymore. It was, I mean, like, so chickens. much Fuck effort. It. Yeah, that's cool, though. Like those guys. But I have ducks. I love my ducks. Yeah. Their eggs are delicious. And they're hard to break. Holy shit. Uh, you know what? I prefer a duck egg to a chicken egg. Yeah, my yeah. mom does, too. Yeah. I do, too. Huh. It's, like, interesting. game. Bigger. Wild game. It's, like, different. It's more. Yeah. Duck egg 2.0. I mean, chicken egg 2.0. Oh, I know what I wanted to say about my setup that I tell everybody when they ask about getting chickens is I have an automatic door that's oh my God, powered so by dreamy. the sun. Mm. So I don't like getting up early and I have little kids so they're like bothering me first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get up yeah. early and do something right away. So I was having a hard time opening the chickens up until kind of like later in the morning. Me too, so girl. I got this automatic door and when the sun comes up, it opens. When the sun goes down, it closes. Wow. And that's it. What if they miss the door? What if it's, what if they're like, wait, I was Good just question. Because my next question from a listener was, how do you train them to go in at night? I don't know. <laughs> they just do. <laughs> They just well, do. Not meat birds. Not all of them. <laughs> meat birds are dummies. But I like, have well, to help everybody to bed at night. I have lately. the Adore One 
is the brand name that we chose, which we've been really happy with. How FYI. much did it cost? Okay, so it was like I think it was like 150 US dollars, but we <laughs> shipped it across the border because we're about an hour away. So I instead of paying the Canadian shipping and Canadian price, which includes duty and stuff, or maybe it doesn't, but then you'd have to pay duty. Yeah. duty. I just paid the American. <laughs> I said duty. Yeah. <laughs> pay the American price and drive an hour to pick it up. And okay. it was totally worth it. They didn't charge me cool duty. I remember when you got that, I was like, Oh my God. Like, yeah. so Chicken just jealous, just jealous. So, jealousy. Like it's going like, to cost oh. a couple hundred bucks, which is a lot, but super worth it. You can go away for like, if you load them up on food and water, go for like three days. Yeah. You know oh what? My like God, how you many can leave. times yeah. has Greg had to leave a party to come home and let the fucking I don't have a life. I say no to everybody. I can't leave my home. Chickens. Yeah. Because of the chickens. And dog. And dog. Ian, Justine wants a chicken door. Oh my God. I wonder if you had I'm a like, chicken door in so your house. I didn't even think of that. Um, and you like hung a little thing of like screen, you know, that screen you can get the screen doors that are like hanging with mm-hmm, like uh, mm-hmm, magnets. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. You get a chicken door, put it in your house. And then if you have a small dog or cat, there you go. Oh, right. You could go for the day. They can go outside. They can go inside. Yeah. True. My dog wouldn't even attack home. everyone. Your dog couldn't fit. So and. Yeah, problem. that too. <laughs> oh, wow. you know, fucking big Just chicken door. I'm going to put seven chicken doors on top of each other. I want a chicken door. Do it. My chicken door is, it is Ian because he wakes up at 5 a.m. So he, oh. I just come downstairs every day and they're just out. But yeah. yeah, we could leave, which would be nice. Oh, and on that note about them going in at night, I thought it might be worthwhile to touch on um, when you integrate new hens. Because that is a concern. Like if you go to, say, a bird auction and bring mm-hmm. home say eight new birds let's say that <laughs> let's just say let's for say example it. i say that <laughs> you have to lock them in the coop for like 24 48 hours sarah you taught me this how long do you want to put them in their coop? Too. i mean i i actually usually only do 24 hours but like but when you're free ranging which is how i am like you brought over ducks and you were like put them in this room because they need to know that this is where they live yeah, yeah, and yeah. they need to get to know it so don't just like like the first time we ever got chickens ever we built this little coop uh, so you can also do just like a little A-frame, tiny, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it was up to my waist max. And it was just for four chickens as a little A-frame, you know, easy peasy to build. Um, and then the sides went up like one of those fancy, like back to the future cars. Ooh. And you put a stick down. So suicide. it had like it had two suicide shaded doors. Just my it had first suicide coop. doors. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> um, and we made this little fenced in area and we brought our chickens and my parents were there and they were like, you guys are fucking crazy for having chickens. And we're like, no, look, we're amazing. It's we not opened that the hard. box in the daytime and the chicken just flew away. No. We're just like, fuck, what the fuck? And they just took off and my cat tried to kill one, lost one for a week, came back though. Anyway, wow. so that was a lesson. Uh, when you get your chickens, open the box inside the coop. Um, right. It's helpful to do it at night if you can, but it's not, you know, not the end of the world. It's just a pain in the dick to, like, open the fucking door to let the other chicks in. Right. Have to do And day then you stuff. have to be like, oh, no, don't go out or whatever. Um, right. But, yeah, keep them locked away for a while. You also might have to, with new birds and with chicks, you might have to help them in at night for a little bit. But right. after a while, they'll Eventually, get it. they figure it out. They'll figure it out. They, get, they yeah. like, fit into whatever routine. Make sure they can get in. We have sometimes problems with uh, birds not being able to figure out how to get in our coop. Oh. So that's They can't figure out the ramp. Can't figure out the ramp. Have we mentioned they're not very bright? (laughs) Not the smartest (laughs) dinosaurs, even though they lasted longer than all the other ones. 
We had, so I have a bunch of brown layers. They're called Rhode Island Reds. Rhode Island Reds. I'm that kind of chicken farmer. I I thought you were pointing to me to say Brenda. Brenda. All of their names are Brenda. Brenda. So, um, Porch Brenda, because it's like the Spice Girls. You've got Porch Brenda, Dead Brenda. Oh, shit. We found her in the coop, and it was like, I don't want to get her. Ew. Ian, Dead Brenda's waiting for you, you know? Um, (laughs) Crispy Brenda. We had a lot of roosters, and she was, like, plucked really bad, and then she got a sunburn on her back, so she's Crispy Brenda. Anyway, there's a lot of Brendas. Yeah. So, Porch um, Brenda. Porch Brenda one time was eating the baby's Cheerios, and I was like, wow, it sounds like when – People like do knives on the table around their fingers and they go oh, 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 in between all their fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he was like, oh my God, I'm doing it. And I was like, okay. So he puts his hand down on the porch and he puts a, a cheerio. cheerio between each <laughs> finger and he just oh lets her do God. it. And she went, mm, 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 perfect. And then the sixth bite was like, fuck you, Ian. And she bit his hand. <laughs> oh my God. And we That's were like, ah! it was so much fun. Wow. Everyone oh. should do that. Film porch it Brenda and send is it into fun. us. She's a fun. Did you guys lady. film it? I can't believe we didn't. Oh, no, man. We didn't. Shocking. I think we should all get our husbands to do it. Yeah, yeah not me. That'd be such really a wuss. scary. That'd be fun. such a fucking wuss, Greg. Roosters. So, yeah, at what age can you sex them? Well, we talked about that earlier right away. Right? Oh, you technically, if you're an expert, but most people right. can't do that. The the spurs is what I always look out for. That's so late, though. Like, mine mm. didn't get spurs until well after they were crowing. So what I've heard, first of all, there is something that happens with the chicks, like, earlier on, where I think the females get their feathers earlier? just before the males. No way! I, I know think the males are usually is. bigger. That's how I usually go. I'm like, I think these are males because they're bigger. Right. Not always, right? But it's usually actually it's often, pretty. If it's the same accurate. breed, yeah. But if you have different breeds, then the chicks can be all different sizes. That's true. That's true. I know um, a tip. Oh, What's, tell us. Vent sexing. You guys heard of it? Yeah. Isn't that what we were talking That's about what earlier? We were talking about before. Oh, <laughs> the vent so, is the cloaca. Did you know that you push their shit out, and that's how you tell, like no. an expert? Oh, yeah, yeah. You squeeze. Vent sexing, also known simply as venting, <laughs> involves squeezing the feces out of the chick, which opens up the chick's anal vent, called the cloaca. cloaca slightly, then allowing the it. chick and sexer to see <laughs> if the chick has a small bump, which would indicate that the chick is a male. So you got to squeeze their shit out and just like this. Like a squeaky toy, like wheat and wheat. Just squeeze that fucking... Let me see it. Let me see We'll the share picture. the graphic on our Instagram. <laughs> so that's how they were doing it. Is uh, empty the, the poop, poop out and look within for a little bump. Poop du jour. Imagine that's your fucking job and you do that all day. Oh, I squeeze the poop out and look for bumps. Yeah. Like <laughs> that could job. be your job that you only do very little of. So the question, the real question here, you guys, is... Would you consider that job one to be in which you work very hard for a great level of satisfaction or not very hard for <laughs> no, low level satisfaction? Yeah. Is that hard work? Full squeezing circle. poop and looking at bumps? Yeah, I bet it is. But it's so rewarding. So it's rewarding so at the it. end of the day when you have a bin of boys and a bin of girls and a bin of unknowns. That's right. Yeah. And a pile of poop. And a pile of shit. Standing in a pile of shit. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Satisfaction. That's what that looks like. Satisfaction. So yeah, the only other thing I, and I don't remember the details, watching their tail feathers. Right. 
So they, I think with males, if you get the long tail feathers, you know that's a rooster pretty much for sure. So the feathers that stand up and are long. How soon do those come in nice? I think though. it's kind of later. So earlier on, I've been able to bit. tell with pretty good accuracy the boys from the girls because their um, combs on top and yes. their waddles on the bottom come in faster. Mm-hmm. So, and their legs are often thicker and the roosters stand up straighter. 2020 Melody again. I neglected to mention that one of the best, most reliable ways to determine if your chicken is a rooster is the boys will grow what's called hackle feathers. And it's sort of like... It's almost like a chicken mane around their neck and sort of their shoulders. They get long pointy feathers. If you Google online hackle feathers, that's another super good way to uh, figure out the sex of your bird. So let's talk about roosters and maybe why we don't want to have too many roosters. Justine. Fucking cocks chasing kids. Well, (laughs) maybe we won't say it that way. Um, (laughs) Roosters aren't friendly in big numbers so what happened like what what made you say my son this is just too much i made him put um the birds to bed every night and we've gotten to the point where now he's afraid of birds because we had so many roosters and bedtime putting them to bed they would be like nope and chase him back oh or jump and try to have a cockfight yeah like which is really funny to me. It's really funny when they, and I get really scared. Like you genuinely like, it's startling to be in a cockfight. Yes. I've been a lot of cockfights, <laughs> but to see my kids so have it happen from like across the yard and just hide and be afraid. Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. That's mine sad. were going after my kids too. And yeah. I just had two of them. Actually really? I had three and one was really bad. Sid vicious. Sid vicious. <laughs> He was originally just Sid and then became Sid Vicious, obviously. <laughs> Perfect. <Wow. laughs> um, it's a great story. <laughs> but then we got rid of Sid and thought that the two wallflowers would just remain that. And then yeah. they both got really mean and chased my kids. So, yeah. Yeah. And they can scratch you up if they want to. I mean, oh, fuck, man. My, I had a cousin. You. I had a cousin. I had a cousin. I still have that cousin. <laughs> We're still cousins. She got a chunk bitten out of her labia from a, chicken, from a rooster. We. We used oh. to go there to their place. They had lots of birds, and there was this like really nasty rooster. And of course, in my memory, the fucking rooster was huge. And if the rooster was out, and we were walking around, and be like, "Fuck the rooster!" And we'd all run, and we'd have to climb this tree. And but it was a pine tree, so you could only get so high, like because there was three oh, no. of us. Oh no! And so Addie would always get up the highest, and then I would be second, and then poor little Emma was hanging out the bottom, being like, ah, ah, and it like bitter labia and like she bled oh my it's horrible God. yeah and my aunt also had a rooster that she kept she would put to bed in the composter at night she'd shove it in the composter because it fucking crowed at like four in the morning she was just sick of it <laughs> she's awesome <laughs> oh my God. That was a great aunt she was like fuck this you go in the compost here's your new house shut your <laughs> it just stayed so dark it didn't know oh. yeah yeah but roosters aren't all Terrible. They're not all bad. I if love you get a rooster. good rooster, you hang on to that rooster. What's right? the ratio, guys? Uh, one rooster to 
Again, all of them. I think you they only say need one. one rooster. Yeah, but if you look online, I think it says eight to ten. You need to have at least eight to ten hens, hens per rooster, but right. that still didn't work for me. And you also I don't had. need a rooster. Like it's not gonna fucking save your chickens. And they from have a personalities. Fox or They're animals with personalities. Some of them are different than others. Yeah, I had a, time. I had a really nice one, and I got rid of it because it was too little, and I didn't want tiny chicks. But then I regretted it because. <sighs> Our roost. We had to kill three more roosters. My, my only rooster. I hate a small cock. You. Yeah, uh, right. Just mm. every time, get <laughs> rid of it. Get out of here. Get out of here. Uh, our rooster actually helps our ducklings. One of the male ducks. We have the same problem, but with ducks right now. So aggressive um, males. Yeah, I have Me too, too many, and they're getting nasty. So uh, this one old papa male was, like, trying to murder the ducklings, like, picking them up by the throats and shaking them and, like, rent- it was like a fucking alligator. Wow. And the rooster was like, fuck that. And now the hey, rooster protects cool. them. Like, the rooster's the duckling's uh, daddy. Fucking awesome. Mummy. He's, he's their mummy. <laughs> uh, you know the oh. best part about having chickens is, though? What? Naming them. Yeah. That's the funnest part of having okay. all those animals. They get crazy cool names. Okay, so <laughs> like Sid Vicious. That's hilarious. What's that your who's your favorite chicken? What's what's their name? Brenda. Porch Brenda's my favorite. Yeah. I love Porch Brenda. She's great. Or like our duck's name is Curly because it was Curly Dick. Ew. One of my favorite uh chickens is named Curly because she has deformed toes. I incubated her, I think, at too high a temperature or something, and so her feet are <laughs> oh deformed. God. But she her name is her Curly. What happens Curly. when you play God Mal? I know. <laughs> Seriously, I'll never incubate again. It's a lot. Oh, but in advantage to roosters, the reason people have them is because you can your chickens can then make chicks. Oh yeah, that's true. That's yeah. a big advantage. But and here's a here's a little <coughs> not tip, here's a fact. Yeah. That people don't know that you can get eggs from a laying yeah. hen and you don't need a rooster. Like a lot of people are like, Oh, I think I'm gonna get one or two birds and a rooster and I'm like, You don't need one. Like you just want a backyard chicken? Right. Oh, they think you need a rooster they to get eggs? They think you need a rooster to have an egg in the first oh, place. No, no. That's not true. No, no, you can have no, eggs no, no, no. Have a rooster. Yeah. Yeah. Ovulation Fuck station. Roosters. Yeah. Don't need a cock for that. No. They're the original ovulators. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, every day. Every damn day. The, the, the roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, is that all they're really Middle good for? Middle schmerz Did we just day, figure yeah. that out, like, on paper? Like, the only use for a man, a chicken man... Like, that's all they're good for, and otherwise... Just, Eating. Just fucking be a whole city of women? Yes. Yep. We are hens. Uh-huh. We are. Hey-o. It's great. Cool. <laughs> Useless roosters. Now I hate them more. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm mad at roosters. Oh, my other favorite in the flock. Her name is Winnie, named oh. after Winnie Cooper, and <gasps> she's so sweet and cute. She's a silky, and people who don't know about chickens... So the their feather, a feather has this, I wish I could think of the word, a hard piece that goes up the middle and then yeah. all the little kind of hairs come off of it. So with a silky, it doesn't have the hard part in the middle. Okay. So when you pet them, they feel like they have fur. Like silk. What? Silk. Silkies are quite lovely. They're known to cool. ha- typically have pretty good personalities too. They're like little pet chickens. And yeah. to be good mamas. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so if you want like a cool furry chicken, get one of those. Mm-hmm. They're great. I want more. I want one. Have you guys ever made a chicken purr before? No. No. You can make a chicken purr? My husband can make chickens purr within 30 seconds, any chicken. What can't he do? Do you have to touch them? Oh. He's like, it's a full (laughs) embrace, like a baby. Okay. He breathes on them and like pets their little neck and stuff. And then all of a sudden they're fucking asleep and going, (laughs) And he's like, I 
did he did it to every one of them before we slaughtered them. He was oh like, hurry God. up with the hugs. Like, it's time to go. <laughs> Kill him. He hugged them all before. He, like, it was funny. Sad. It was kind of sad. We tried to not look at him, remember? We were trying to not, like. I don't fucking look at them. I don't want to see that shit. Yeah. Ew. Killing it. I don't want to, like, make It was his first it. time killing them, though, and so he was emotional. Mm. So I was trying to yeah. avert my eyes because it made me feel sad. Yeah. Speaking of killing it, Sarah. Yes. You. Slaughterhouse Sarah. Slaughterhouse Sarah. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, it's gonna be my new nickname? You have to keep slaughtering to do that. Done. Okay. Because <laughs> I need a, I need She's that back. leather jacket. <laughs> Done. I'm doing Slaughterhouse it. I'm gonna Sarah. embroider it myself. It's gonna be uh, amazing. Sarah's really good at slaughtering chickens. So good. Yeah, I don't I don't kill them though. No, but you're really good at managing the, the entire slaughter. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it scares me to picture having that fu- function without you. Yeah. So, like, like no, no, I need my manager. Yeah, I'm a good slaughter manager. You're what would you tell really someone who's never slaughtered a chicken who's like thinking about meat birds to convince them it's a good idea? <laughs> uh, I tell them that it's over five bucks a bird to take them to the fucking abattoir. Number one, and yeah. you have to bring them there yourself. That's, like it's no, really, it's a lot. It's a lot. It so it 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 takes your cost of having chickens to unaffordable. Like it, you just can't afford it. Um, another option, if you have a hundred birds or if you can round up some friends that you've ordered birds at the, around the same time, so that you're, all your birds are going to be ready. There is a traveling abattoir. Mm-hmm. Uh, this family. Isn't that more? It, uh, it's, no, it's less expensive. It's, oh, wow. some, it's more like two bucks a bird or something. Like it's a bit more affordable if you really don't want to do that. But also, it's you know. It's kind of awesome to try, though, when you do. It is. It's good to do. It's good to do. It's not a fun job or anything, but you can make the best of it. Then you know, like, every time you cook that chicken, you've had it from start to finish. Um, you get your kids involved. Like, fuck, man. Mm-hmm. My kids are always at the slaughters. They know their jobs. They take it seriously. Mm-hmm. And it's not something you can half-ass. Like, you've got to start it and finish it. And you can't mm-hmm. stop till you're done because <laughs> you're fucking killing And then you animals. always plan a reward after where, like, she makes a big chili or we all have a beer or, like... Yeah, like, you get it's really like, drunk I enjoy it. I enjoy right. slaughters because of that community feeling every time we do it. That's it, too. I'm like, tell me when you're doing your docs. I want to come and be there with you guys. It it's can weird. be really fun when you get helpers involved. You need helpers. You fucking need people to help you, man. Right. Um, but Sarah makes it, it like, a factory line. It's so perfect. Mm-hmm efficient and fast yeah i really thought that i wouldn't be able to handle it and so i went to a slaughter with sarah slaughter with sarah with slaughterhouse sarah Sarah. and i found it really empowering because i went into it thinking like i can't fucking handle this i'm not gonna do it and i had my hands up chickens pulling stuff out with my bare fingers people are so separated from their food yeah yeah slaughtering chickens taught me that yeah and anybody who makes a face when you say you do it themselves, but they're having a chicken burger, it's like, don't even fucking talk to yeah, me. Yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and kind of to that point, when you, if you're not slitting the throat and defeathering the bird, it really just looks like a piece of meat. If you're at that point in Sarah Slaughterhouse Factory Assembly Line, absolutely. It's my favorite place to be, Evisceration yeah. Station. Evisceration Station, that's where I like to hang out. Sarah, I what's hate- your what's your time on eviscerating chicken? I was trying to think about that. Ooh, I think ask. my fastest fast. chicken evisceration is probably about three minutes. I think I remember three minutes. Three minutes. Yeah. yeah, that's fast. It's pretty fast. Yeah. I'm so impressed. Some people can do it really fast. Oh, I'm just it's just my burn in my nose. I'm picking at. Sarah, what happened on your camping trip? What happened to your nose? Uh, what happened to your nose? Why does your nose hurt? 
So sometimes when you're sitting around a bonfire, you want to have a smoke. Yeah, have a little whiskey, a little Jameson's, a little smoke. Sometimes you're telling an animated story. You're a hand talker. Yeah. Maybe I'm a hand talker. Also with a cigarette in my hand. Maybe I have these super large nostrils with a kind of cup at the end. I wish you could see what I was doing right now, but it's like a pocket. It's like a po- I have a pocket at the end of my nose where uh-huh. my nostrils meet my nose. Yeah. Sometimes one accidentally jams a cigarette right up into a lit cigarette. A lit cigarette. Into one's own nose? Into one's own nostril. Here, let me hold this with my pocket. And then flings <laughs> it out in a forward and upward motion so as to keep story. the what we call a cherry from the cigarette inside one's <laughs> nose pocket. And, and then what do you do? <laughs> then I went... <gasps> <laughs> and relit my cigarette. <laughs> so, Sorry, hang thanks. on. Hang Wait, on. Hold did you story. shoot the cherry onto the <laughs> end of the cigarette? <laughs> you relit it like <laughs> this? <laughs> Sorry, that, oh, and then you're like, that's just part of the story. So Sarah has some residual burning inside oh, of her left nostril, in my left pocket. nostril pocket. But the best part is that you did it. And then it's the cherry stayed in your nose it and hung out. Stayed in my fucking nose because I have a pocket in there. Like that's not like I hit my. No- I went by my nose by accident because I was too enthusiastic. That's like I just put that inside my I, nose at lightning speed. And at left lightning it there. speed, like it didn't even touch my lips or my face or the outside of my nose. It wasn't like a sloppy like. Whoa! It just went directly whoop right up inside my nose Hot in fire. one foul swoop. Whoo! And then. I popped that cigarette out and let the cherry just hang in there. What was the story you were telling? I can't for the life of me. I bet that would be good too. I know. But I know Greg wasn't paying as much attention as I would have liked. That's probably why I was flailing so wildly. Because he didn't see it happen. I was like, Greg! Greg! (laughs) This has never happened to anyone ever. Do you guys feel like when you get hurt in front of your partner, it's like better, it's best if your partner's not there because you're more of a little sucky baby? Because oh, you know yeah. they'll love you and comfort you so well about it. Yeah. Mm, not yeah. my experience. Wow. <laughs> like when Ian's in the room, like, I'm not okay. Like, and I'll cry for things that I would never. Right. Yeah. Because I just want attention, I think. Yeah, yeah, it might be. I find whenever I hurt myself is when I don't swear. I'm a notorious swearer. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But when I hurt myself, I'm always like, fire truck friggin' schnizzle dog. And like nonsense. But like you know when you Every leave time, the freezer that's how open, you know. and you stand up and you're like, I just hit my. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on the freezer door. <laughs> you hit yourself on the freezer door, and you're like, oh, it's like frog. Yeah. And then if Ian was in there, he'd be like, it really hurts. <laughs> and, he'd be like, and then he goes, oh, and like comes at me, and I'm like, you know, like, yeah, like on, like help me. And then I'm like, get off me, I'm done. I'm fine now. I'm a now strong I'm okay. woman. Go back. Fuck you. Yeah. Oh, All right. Sarah, that's too funny. Sorry. Oh, it's so the worst. It's so you. horrible. <laughs> and then because I was like three Jamesons in, I and the kids were like, "What happened?" They came running out of the trailer and they were like, "What happened?" We were like, three Jameson alarm injury. So they they wanted to know what happened. They were like, "Oh my god, what's happening?" And I'm hyster- like, I'm like, ow, 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 but I'm hysterical. Like I'm like gonna pee my pants. I'm beside myself laughing. It's unbelievable. Like, it's literally unbelievable. So you went. You'll never believe me. I was like, I'm going to tell you guys something I probably shouldn't tell you. Got to promise not to tell anyone. <laughs> One time my mom got a smoke cut in her nose. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And Penny tells everyone everything yeah. about our whole family. So, and I told my kids. And then later, 
It got Jacob brought it up at the dinner table the next day, and I totally lied. I was like, no, no, it was a stick. It was a stick. And he was like, I thought I heard you say a smoking. And I was like, nope, I said a stick. I was making marshmallows. Like, I thought you said a smoke. I was like, uh-uh, stick, burning stick, right at my nose. And he's like, huh, thought it was a smoke. <laughs> <laughs> and like walked away. I was like, yep. So the only other thing I wanted to make sure we covered, because predators are a big thing with Mm-hmm. getting into chickens Damn and Justine's girl. had a lot of run-ins mm. we've all had some run-ins mm-hmm. we don't mm-hmm. all have a self-locking door yeah no. yeah me a little less yeah. can I get a hallelujah yeah and I don't know what kind of animals are out here I can't my problem is coons, when I man. googled what happened but when I googled it because their heads were torn off like it was a vicious they so, didn't eat it so you found your chickens is it like a weasel it could be a weasel it could be a skunk it could be a oh, raccoon yeah, all of them behave that way Oh, it's like they just want to take their life. Like they're just mean guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get like a bloodlust. I've heard that raccoons will actually drink the blood. It seemed like that happened one of the times, but it was like every day I would I would come in the coop and they would have been like pulled out of like a little hole. Oh yeah, that's a thing. Sometimes, oh my god, you have to be careful. I don't know how some of them got out. Yo, but the animal takes them out. Some people, when everywhere. they build their chicken coops, use chicken wire as a floor. Oh. If an animal can get underneath, smart, a fucking raccoon will come and it will chew your alive chicken's leg off and as much as it can eat through the hole and then leave. And your alive chicken will be Whatever happy. the animal was, it was also doing it to my oh, cats. No. I don't even think you want me to tell you fisher. on this show what happened to it the must cats because it's really sad and gory but like it would just eat parts of things and then leave it alive oh my well, you god. had that oh one kitten tripod <gasps> no his mom ate his foot oh no no big deal it's... i can't do this <laughs> you're not okay right I'm now out. i'm fucking <laughs> I'm, <out. laughs> I'm tapping out i'm tapping out tapping ad um, i'm tapping ad <laughs> yeah no so basically it would kill a bunch of them and then i would just find bodies everywhere oh yeah, the I haven't. in the floor, and the body's in the, the floor. The body. Oh. I haven't experienced a chicken, big chicken loss like this yet, but I know it's coming. It, it was happens, like a devastation. Like, it happens to everyone. Something comes and eats all their chickens. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Scary. But it's and like, then like my dogs attacked one or two of yeah, them. Yeah, weasels. That. But she just fishers. like puts them under her hands. Cats, dogs, foxes, raccoons, bears. Bears ate Heidi's chickens. Bears, foxes, coyotes. Coyotes in my, my neighbor saw a coyote just walk through my yard, pick up a chicken and leave with it. Fast food. Bye, thanks. Yeah, see you. Oh, the hawks. If you're able to listen. Hawks, yes. Owls. Really? I have bird net over my run because of a hawk in part. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Justine, with, um, your run-ins with predators, do you have any, like, words of wisdom for people to safeguard against? Honestly, get them to bed before dark. Yeah, that's it, man. Is that the main Fucking thing? But it's it. When it's bedtime, don't slack. Put them to bed. Yeah, or you're fucked. Yeah. Right. Oops. And, and find the hole, because I found the hole that he went in, and I patched Patch it, up. it up. You know, the other day, like, about a week ago, I went out past sunset to put my birds away. And I heard a little scrabble, and I went down there, brought my dog, and I turned my flashlight on, and a big, fat fucking raccoon ran out of the shed. <gasps> yeah. Everybody was fine. He'd obviously just gone in. That's when they know to go. That's when they go. Oh, yeah. They know. They know it's open for business. Mm-hmm. It's like a food truck. Like, nighttime there. is scary time for chickens. Right. It's cutthroat. 
That shit is cutthroat. It's a funny chicken joke. Yeah. <laughs> it's cutthroat. <laughs> so, Justine, do you have any new plugs? Hair plugs? Butt plugs? Nose plugs? Ear plugs? Anything I use ear like plugs plug? every night. Yeah? Yeah. And What do you use every night? Earplugs. No. I struggle to sleep. I have really bad anxiety. Yeah. And I just go in circles like an alligator attacking something. And I yeah. twist and I twist and I twist. And sometimes it knocks my things out of my ear. And then I'm like, oh! And I squeeze it. Put it back in. So, yeah. I'm all for plugs. Yeah. Uh, let's plug it out. What, um, the baby wants to be plugged into Sarah's breast. Plug yeah, Plug him in. Plug him in. So, yeah. You can find me on Instagram and on YouTube. With my cousin with the Lifted Sisters. So Ew. look us up because we talk a lot about weed. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Sarah, where can we find you? You can find me on Facebook or uh, Instagram, littlerightcrew.art. Since we originally aired this episode in August of 2018, Sarah's Instagram handle has changed to reflect their business. The current Instagram handle is at just the tip hand poke tattoos. Melody. You can find me at melodystarkweather.ca and all of my social media stuff is there. I do art. I do paintings and drawings, portraits mostly. You sure and do. You slay. Slay. Oh, thanks. Slay. slay. How does that song go? She slay. She's slay. Because I slay. I slay. Because she slay. She slay. Act up art. I'm glad we finally okay. brought Beyonce up. It's been long enough. Oh my god, right? Jesus. Every time I come here, we have to talk about her. That's um, true. I have to say something about Beyonce every time. And you can find the show at teachmetigerpodcast.ca, but you can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, all of the things. All the things. Um, if you're enjoying the show, it would help us so much if you could share it around. Do it. Tell your friends. We'd really share it and subscribe. We'll yep. get Sarah to fart on every episode every episode and you guys know how i feel about farts she hates Not farts good please subscribe rate and review on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts that would really help us out pals palominos <laughs> thanks so much for hanging out with us and talking chickens justine that was fun you're what? fun oh what do, oh you're thanking me yeah anytime i'll come right back i'm excited <laughs> are you gonna come and talk ghosts with us in a couple episodes yeah awesome if i can feel like beyonce twice a week I'd appreciate it. <laughs> well, we record I'm referencing every- these really cool mics and things that we have on our heads that people can't see. Yeah. yeah. We look and feel, feel like, like I Beyonce. should maybe wear my Madonna gloves. Yes. Yep. 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 Got it. Do you have some ghost stories that you'll share live on air? no idea. I can't wait. I'm going to terrify you. I'm going to terrify you. Good. And thanks to our listeners for listening, all 37 of you. Thanks, Tigers. And remember... It's a jungle out there. I thought you wanted me to say something about a cock. And remember, cock-a-doodle don't. Put your dick away. <laughs> the end. The end. Teach me, Tiger, how to tease you. Whoa, 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 whoa. Tiger, Tiger, I want to squeeze you. Teach you.
Oh, yes. <laughs>